Hello, and welcome back to the Beyond the Page podcast. My name is Ardia Eichner, and I am the editor-in-chief of Prism Art and Literary Journal. And today I have with me a very special guest. Erin, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, hello. I'm Erin, and I was last year's editor-in-chief of Prism, so I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, well, I'm really excited to have you, Erin. It's a bit of a throwback. Yeah. Working together again. Yeah. (laughs) It's only been a few months, but I really do miss it here, and I miss working with you and all that fun stuff. Aw, well, we miss you too, and I'm excited that it sounds like we're going to have you back as a volunteer this year, is that right? Yes, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that, looking forward to doing that. It's yeah. a new, new role for me to take on. <laughs> I love it. So that's kind of honestly what I wanted to talk to you about today, as far as just like this week... Week three is our very first volunteer meeting, so we're going to start getting volunteers a little bit more involved, hopefully, in all the things that we do, from podcasts to videos to blogs, and um, I'm really excited to have more of a, a team that's talking about what we're putting out and stuff like that, so I'd, I'd love to talk to you, Erin, about... Like, you've been an assistant editor for PRISM, you've been the editor-in-chief of PRISM, you've been a volunteer for PRISM, I assume, before and now again. I actually wasn't before. I didn't know how to get involved with PRISM, so that's that's what's been so great about the past couple years, though. It's been more of a focus to be more accessible um, and getting volunteers in the door that way. But I just started fresh as an assistant editor. I worked at the Barometer first as a reporter, so... I was familiar with OMN, but not with PRISM until I started working. Okay. Well, what, I guess um, I'm interested in hearing about, like, what made you want to stay with PRISM, I guess, once you applied for assistant editor straight out the gate? Yeah, it was definitely a big transition coming from um, working at the Barometer, where I was very much just, like, doing what I was told to do, to having a little bit more control over things, and... Um, I was also still, I was a sophomore in college. I was a lot more immature then, um, but I really got to grow with PRISM, which I think was nice. It was my first, like, serious job I think I've ever had. I'd worked in, like, food service before, but working at a publication is completely different, and in a lot of ways it's better. In some ways maybe it's harder, but yeah. So it was really great to grow and develop with PRISM that year, and then at the end of the year... I was just really looking forward to having an even higher level of control and um, an even higher level of involvement. So, yeah, I was just really inspired by my first year and wanted to keep the ball rolling. I love that. And I can for sure relate to that, too. I feel like coming in here, it was sort of, um, I I guess I felt uh, supported, particularly Mm -hmm. by you and like the atmosphere that you created when you were editor-in-chief sort of felt like if I and other volunteers were motivated to do something, we could do it, right? Yeah. And so I think that that's, at least for me, I feel like that's the goal that I would love to inspire in other people the way that I feel like you did sort of inspire in me just with your open arms. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Um, and yeah, I think that that's a big A big part of being a leader, I think I would say, and that's something that I think we always have to keep working on. Even now, like, I'm not really in a leadership position anymore, but developing a culture of positivity is so important in a workplace, and it really makes a difference. 
Definitely. as to whether or not like people want to be there and want to contribute. So yeah, that's great to hear that I was able to do that for you. And I'm, I can totally, I totally know that you're doing that for everybody else now too. So, Aww. and you did last year too. So you're just continuing. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely excited to see what I can do with that because I do feel like for me at this point in the year, I haven't had as much of a chance to sort of reach as many people, I feel like, which is an interesting position to be in with Prism Art Journal specifically, because we are, there are two of us, right, yeah. hired. Last year it was you and I, this year it's me and Lauren, um, and we are the only employees of Prism, right? And then we have volunteers who can choose what they would like to do and where they would like to take the medium, but it's for sure, I think, kind of a unique position that we have especially now that we're moving more online of like how do we impact people right how do we get to people is it primarily going to be through volunteers being impacted by us is it primarily going to be through artists who we can feature in the one print magazine and other online things or you know what what does that legacy and that impact look like I mean do you have any idea of like what your ideal is now that you've been working with Prism so long? Yeah, I think um, in hindsight, I feel like Prism has always been about a balance of a few things. It's about, um, I think a big part of it is balancing history and the future, like balancing where we've been and where we're going. Um, and with that, I think balancing the traditional format of Prism, which has just been you know, the editors and the review committee, and it's kind of exclusive and it's kind of secret. Yeah. And then the future, I think, I think all of media is becoming a lot more participatory. I think people are getting a lot more involved and that's a great thing. So I think it's a balance in that you want it to be accessible. You want anyone who wants to be involved to have the chance to try it out, but you also want to make sure that the people that are coming in are dedicated and are excited about what you're doing. Um, and I think, you know, the volunteers that are coming back week to week, they definitely are. They're here for a good reason, and they want to support the mission and the progress of PRISM, so that's really great. Um, but in terms of, like, who it should be, I think you're on the right track. I think it should be artists and writers and then also volunteers. And what's really special is when you can have people that are doing a little bit of everything. You have people that are submitting. You have people that are on the review committee. And then maybe they're also making videos and podcasts and stuff like that. I think that's honestly the dream, in my opinion. Yeah, I love that. And then I feel like, like, sort of to touch on what you were saying about having more interactive media in the modern mm -hmm. age, I think that that's also something to be said for the benefit of the internet, right? Like, we yeah. have social media, we have a blog where people can come and comment if they're really interested in doing that kind of thing, and be have the access I guess the resources to do more right mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's honestly I think that's the best part about the online transition is that um it's a lot more natural for people our age people in school right now to engage in that way online like that's where we're doing a lot of our conversations and it's where we're doing our homework and it's where we're doing all sorts of parts of our lives so I think it's great that PRISM has expanded the online presence and that that's going to be a big focus this year because that is what I think our students at OSU are seeking is more involvement 
virtually, and then that involvement hopefully translates to in person as well when they come and, um, you know, engage at events and attend volunteer meetings and attend review committees, stuff like that. I definitely think that's true. So sort of to move away from PRISM's legacy, since I feel like that has been talked about in some way or other a lot, um, I'd like to ask a little bit about you, Erin. How, how, Me? yeah, <laughs> like how are you doing this year? Like what are, what are you taking away, I guess, in, in, in the context of PRISM, right? What are you taking away from the way that you've worked so hands-on with the medium in the past two years? How are you hoping to bring that into what you want to do with your life and what you're doing right now. And like, I guess just how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Just sum it up. How's it going? Yeah. Uh, It's going good. Um, This year I'm working at the Spring Creek Project, which is part of the College of Liberal Arts. And it's kind of a devoted project towards um, the intersection between the humanities and the environmental um, studies that are happening in our community. And that's been really special, and it's been in some ways pretty similar to PRISM in that it's engaging with a lot of creativity, a lot of art. Um, And I've been working on the social media and event promotion for the most part, which ties into my major really nicely, digital communication arts. So that's been good. Um, It's definitely different to go from being an editor-in-chief to being an intern, Mm -hmm. but I think it's important because I am 21, you know? And it's good to have a variety of experiences and to recognize that, um, yeah, I've had a great opportunity of being editor-in-chief, but there's still so much I can learn. Um, so it's been good to go to go through this experience there. Um, and I've been really enjoying it a lot. Something else I've been taking away and thinking about a lot, kind of based on my experience with PRISM, is how I want to devote myself to my own creativity a little bit more. Um, And I'm hoping to actually go get an MFA in creative writing. I think that would be really special and exciting. Um, I'm going to have to wait on that for a little bit because Chris and I, my fiance and I, are moving to Japan soon. Oh, (laughs) wow. We're doing that first, and then after that I'll do my MFA. But while we're in Japan, I'll focus a lot on my writing and my creativity, I think. And um, I learned a lot through being editor. I learned a lot about compelling writing and what it takes to engage an audience via your writing. So... That's something that I'm excited to develop more and take away the lessons I learned from PRISM with that. Yeah, that's incredibly exciting. Yeah, big things. And I feel like there's there's a lot to be said about, I can't remember who wrote this, but the career field is not a ladder. Like everyone talks about the career right. ladder. It's a lattice. And so Ooh, like... Oh, I like that. Rather than being just straight up and down there's up and down and then there's like side to side and so it doesn't necessarily mean that you're taking a downgrade because you're becoming an intern for a nonprofit or because you're spending your time you know in your travels writing your own creative fiction or whatever you know you do right yeah definitely I think that's a really beautiful way of phrasing that I really like that um It's just like, it's just different. It's not any worse or better to have, you know, the experiences that are coming after one another. Like, it's not a downgrade at all. I don't think I've ever thought of it that way. It's just different not having as much control over what's going on. But again, that's good because, you know, you need to learn before you can be in control of everything, right? So (laughs) 
it definitely works out. And the experiences are so valuable no matter what your position is, um, whether or not you're like a volunteer or you're a paid staff member or you're literally just going for open house or whatever, you know, whatever you take away that has immense value to your life. So yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I think that everything that we have the opportunity to do in college is sort of an exploration, right? Yeah, definitely. That's, that's all we're here for right now at this point, like to yeah. learn and to explore and figure out who we are and what we want to do. And like in my senior year, I'm so happy to have had all the experiences that I've had. And I'm such a better person now than I was when I was 18 moving into Tebow Hall, you know. <laughs> so I think that's really cool. All right. Do you have anything else that you would like to say about your life or your legacy or PRISM in general? Um, I say everybody should get involved. <laughs> Come up to OMN and just see what we have to offer because... I guarantee there's something here that's a good fit for everybody. Yeah. And I will go ahead and add a plug at the end of this podcast as well, like we did with last week's, for submissions. We are accepting submissions until November 22nd at midnight. And since you're not on the team anymore, Erin, mm -hmm. you're more than encouraged to submit oh, as well. I, I hope will you be do. submitting. I will. You Fantastic. will see it. <laughs> All right. And yeah, this year we have a, a ton of various types of submissions, too. We're doing writing and literature and photography and painting, as we always do, as well as student-made music and video and anything that you could possibly be creative with. So that's really exciting. Super cool. The link to submit is orangemedianetwork.com slash prism slash submit, I think. It's under the submit tab. You'll find it. On prism's <laughs> website. Yeah. Well, thank you again for joining me, Erin. Yeah, it's been a thank pleasure. You. Thank you for having me. This was great. I'm so excited to be involved this year as a volunteer. All right. Well, we're excited to have you. All right. Bye. Okay. Yeah. Bye.